like a live score boat. <laughs> did it again. <laughs> score boat. <laughs> like a lot. Like a lot. <laughs> like a live score boat. So oh my God. I don't know what this is. Today is Tuesday, June 11, 2019, and you're listening to the official View News produced by View Mastery. I'm Greg Pollock. And I'm Adam Jar. You can find links to all the stories we talk about in our weekly newsletter and on news.viewjs.org. On Friday, Evan Yu published a new request for comments, or RFC, on a function-based component API for Vue. I think one of the goals of this is to provide a better built-in TypeScript inference support. Initially, this was going to be solved by using the class API, I believe. Right. But that didn't fully address the typing issue, so it was dropped. While the RFC isn't the easiest to read and understand unless you're pretty advanced, the gist is that Vue would have a new setup method, which is called when an instance of the component is created after props, and it'd be inside this function where you declare your reactive values, methods, watchers, and lifecycle hooks. And this also affects the use of mixin and extend, right? Yeah, both mixin and extend would be replaced by function composition if you understand whatever that means. (laughs) Great. This could easily be the biggest syntax change in Vue 3 from what you're used to writing, so maybe check it out or don't complain when it's shipped. Don't be that guy. (laughs) Yeah. ViewPress 1 has been released and brings some exciting new features, such as a theme system that includes a blog theme, as well as a new plugin system. Check out ULive's article for a comprehensive breakdown of the new release and how to get the most out of it. When you're developing JavaScript applications with Webpack or any other bundler, there are two problems you may run into. First, you may switch a lot between your browser and terminal for debugging. You know, it's one more window to keep track of. Second, if you're doing server-side rendering, you may need to look at the terminal for any console log printouts there. Isn't that kind of unavoidable? Not if you're using Nuxt with Nuxt 2.8. When the project code needs to be rebuilt, you get notified of the build status in the browser, and when you have console logs that would normally be printed in the terminal with server-side rendering, they get printed in the browser console instead. Dead. Sebastian Chopin shows this off on the Dev2 blog this week. These are some nice enhancements. What will they think of next? <laughs> Didn't see that one coming. Last week we mentioned Dan Vega's tweet about how you can use View Router's router view to bubble up events from its child components. Because router view is just a component after all. Correct. And this week Dan published a full article demonstrating how to accomplish this pattern where he emits events up from the child component of one view and puts an event listener on the router view which updates the value of a prop. Sounds like a simple alternative to send data around as opposed to Vuex. Yep. It's not the easiest to detect if a DOM element is on or off the screen or if it intersects with a specific object, but luckily the Intersection Observer Browser API makes it simpler. And last week, Alex Reagan wrote up a detailed post showing how to use this API in a view application. The Intersection Observer can observe many elements and invoke a callback when elements intersect or stop intersecting with the current viewport or another element. Yeah, this can be useful when you have scrolling and you want an effect or animation to happen when the element's in the viewport. Alex shows not only how to use this API inside a component, but also how to refactor this code into a directive, which allows you to observe a dynamic list of elements. 
You might be using something like Google Analytics to track when things happen in your app. I assume you're talking about events, like when a user submits a form, you might be tracking that as a conversion. Exactly. But you don't necessarily want that tracking code coupled with the business logic of your forms. Marcus Oberlander recently sought to solve this problem, decoupling the tracking code from the forms using hooks. In his new article, he shares his approach where he isolates that tracking code into one place instead of scattering it across a number of components. View ships with reactivity, but by default, that reactivity is only going to be inside your client's browser. What's really interesting to me is when you combine that with libraries that bring the reactivity all the way down to the server. So when an array changes on the server, all the browsers which display that data get updated. Yeah, that could be like 100 or 100,000 browsers. It has reactivity all the way down. I bring it up because Oscar Castro recently wrote a blog post showing how to build a real-time chat app in Vue using PubNub as the reactive server. Part. I assume this is using publish and subscribe messaging? You got it. The browser client subscribes to new messages, and when new chat messages get published, it's broadcast to all the subscribers. There's lots of useful applications aside from the chat app for this functionality in web apps when you need to display real-time data. Like a live scoreboard, live airline flight information, or any data that's changing often on the server. Thanks for listening to the official View News. Join us every week for the latest news in the View community from your live scoreboat. <laughs> <laughs>